This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome back to the Betting Weekly podcast from Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. As ever, I'm joined by the brilliant Nigel Seeley. Nigel, first of all, how was your Christmas, mate? Welcome back. Oh, yeah. Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy holidays to everybody. It was good. It was a good uh, Christmas. Um, nice to see the family. Um, drunk a little bit too much. Went to the darts yesterday. <laughs> Had a bit of a sore head this morning. But uh, yeah, it was it was a really good Christmas and hope everyone's safe and well. Most thing, not everybody escaped without the dreaded COVID. So that was the, uh, that, that was the, the good, good news for it. But so uh, yeah, very, very good Christmas. Looking forward to the new year and boosted by a, a fantastic, the Christmas presents were paid for by the parlay last week, which, which cashed, which was uh, another fantastic parlay. Three of the last four parlays now winning on this podcast. You're on fire, Nigel. Let's keep it going into 2022 as well. And as Nigel said, cracking parlay last week, Tottenham victory, Manchester City minus two against Leicester City. And of course, uh, the cards uh, bet in the game between Brentford and Brighton. So uh, really on a good run of form. Uh, So make sure you stick with us. Uh, Lots and lots of games coming up over the next few days, Nigel, as is tradition here in the UK. The festive period is, is really busy when it comes to football. And of course, as you mentioned last week, we have had some disruptions but as far as we know a full program coming up at the weekend at the time of recording so let's run through some of those games and get your thoughts on those uh, to kick off the show uh, let's start with the early game on Saturday Arsenal uh, entertain Manchester City thoughts on that one well I mean it's two informed sides in the Premier League going head to head Arsenal obviously five wins on the bounce now you know who would have thought that in fourth place in the table when they started off in the, in the season they did they started off against Manchester City and they were they were convincingly beaten by Manchester City earlier in the season, weren't they? Um, I think that Man City here will probably be too strong for Arsenal. Obviously, Arteta doesn't isn't in the dugout, the, the Arsenal manager. So I think Manchester City have a bit of an advantage with that going into the game. I know that Arsenal have won five, but Manchester City have won ten uh, on the bounce now in the Premier League. And the betting for the Premier League title, Bet Rivers will be saying it's, it's, it's over soon because they're minus $7 to win the Premier League title. So, uh, they've just got on that ridiculously good role they have. They have a great squad. You know, this is where squad in COVID cases, they're springing in players, resting players, everyone's fresh. Uh, especially in the busy period of Christmas where you can rest players and have the luxury of bringing in world-class players they have. And they're showing their true class now, Man City. I think Man City will win this. Um, would I bet them at minus $2? No, I certainly wouldn't. Arsenal are plus 525. And the tie is uh, what is the tie? They're around about four, three, about three, three about three seventy. Um, I, I think there's goals in the game, and it's no surprise to see that the line is pitched at three and a half with Bet Rivers. Um, they usually do a two and a half game, but this game is actually pitched at three and a half with over a plus one thirty two. But I think if you're going to have a bet and you want to get with goals, I think both teams score. I think Arsenal will score. Uh, Man City do give the odd goal away, but they're so good going forward that if they give one goal away, they can score three or four. So, 
there isn't really much value in the odd the way that the prices are set out to me. I think all the odds look about right. But maybe look at some correct scores. I mean, Manchester City 3-1 uh, is available at 9.50. Man City 2-1 is $7. They're the kind of, that's the kind of game I'm expecting. I'm expecting a, a quite a good, a good watch, both sides in form. But Manchester City, just with their pedigree and just with their class and just with the players that they have at the luxury, I think they'll be too strong for an improving young Arsenal side. But it's a big test for Arsenal. And I think they're going to come out second best against probably the best team in European football at the moment. Hard to disagree, even as an Arsenal man. Uh, Leicester take on Norwich. Any sort of thoughts on that one? Well, the only thought I've got on this game is just how bad are Norwich? I mean, Norwich are absolutely dreadful, aren't they? I mean, what a terrible season it's been for them. They're sitting at the bottom of the table. The alarming thing for them is they've only scored eight goals in the Premier League and they've played almost five hours of football now without scoring a goal, which is a huge, huge, huge problem for them. Uh, Leicester on the back of what was a fantastic win for them against Liverpool, winning 1-0. Nobody would have expected that. I thought everybody would have thought that down as a, a both teams to score banker. But Leicester got the win. And not only did they get the win, which would have been pleasing for Brendan Rodgers because of his connections with Liverpool, but I think the pleasing thing was they stopped Liverpool scoring goals. They're the first team this season to stop Liverpool scoring. And keep a clean sheet was massive, 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 massive for Leicester. And um, I think that will now take them into confidence with this game. And I think if you're going to bet Leicester here, I mean, I'm going to put Leicester in the parlay this week. They're minus 245, but I wouldn't bet them as a single because you know, there's no point in betting something at two, minus 245 in a single, but in a parlay to boost up our uh, our winnings, then definitely so. So the way to get with Leicester for me is to bet Leicester to win to nil. Bet Rivers have that at plus 155. Now, bear in mind they're minus 245 to win the game. They're playing a Norwich side that haven't scored in their last five matches and haven't scored in five hours of football. And you can get plus 155 Leicester to win to nil. I think that is the best way to get with the Leicester side in this game because Norwich just do not look like scoring and Leicester full of confidence after shutting out Liverpool in their last match. Watford versus Spurs. That one's also a three o'clock kickoff on New Year's Day. Yeah, one that I just think has got goals written all over it. I mean, another short price favourite are, are, are Tottenham to win this game. I mean, Watford are going downhill fast. They're going backwards in the table. I mean, they're going to get sucked into a relegation battle for sure. Um, if it wasn't for Norwich in recent weeks, then, then Watford would be the side that everyone looking at thinking they're in a crisis. You know, they're not scoring, they're scoring goals, but they're conceding at an alarming rate. Um, they haven't won in the last three. Uh, they haven't, you know, and, and just the goals they're conceding, all one at home to West Ham, is, is, that's a concern. The thing is with Tottenham now is that Harry Kane started to score again. And I think obviously with them and Son, him and Son back and form, I think they're going to be proved too strong. For, for Watford. Uh, I like Tottenham here to win this game. I think Ranieri, uh, we know that Watford have no problem sacking managers uh, and Ranieri's looking out over his shoulder at the moment. I think he could be the next Premier League manager to, to give, him, give him his marching orders. And a heavy defeat here again, they could slip into the relegation zone and with Burnley with so many games in hand, it's a real, real uh, tough time for Watford at the moment. They're playing good football, but they're just conceding goals at an alarming rate. I, I, I think Tottenham will win. Uh, I think if it's definitely both teams to score, yes, minus 130. Um, Watford do possess some good players in attacking positions, but defensively, their defence is about as much use as a chocolate fire guard. And um, I think both teams will score here, minus 130. But I do think Tottenham will edge it. Crystal Palace take on West Ham. That's the evening game on New Year's Day. Uh, difficult trip this for West Ham, maybe. Do you see it like that? 
Uh, yeah, I think it's a real difficult one to have a, a strong opinion on, as you can see by the betting. I mean, Crystal Palace are, are minus, a plus 230, West Ham are plus 125, and the tie is plus 235. So that shows you it's quite a difficult one to call. Uh, Crystal Palace have got a lot of injuries, a lot of concerns. They've got a lot of problems with COVID, but it didn't stop them putting three past Norwich. I don't, I don't think we looked too much into Crystal Palace's performance. I think we look at how dreadful Norwich are. So don't get too carried away about that. But on the flip side, West Ham were really, really good against Watford, winning 4-1. Um, they, they were going through a bit of a blip at the moment, West Ham, and they've come and done that the job there. So um, I, I, I'm slightly... It was a 2-2 draw when these two met at the um, in the reverse fixture at the London Stadium. And I think this could potentially be another similar kind of game. I think goals could be on the menu. And I think they both like to play football in the right way. And if I was edging towards a bet... I'd probably go for the draw at plus 235. It's the biggest result, the biggest odds of all three outcomes, Crystal Palace, West Ham and the tie. And the tie is the biggest price, 235. I think if you stop 100 people in the street and said, listen, how do you think this game would go? I think the the tie or the draw would probably top the pole. So to get plus 235 probably is a little bit of value, but I think it's a very, very tricky one. I wouldn't rule out goals if you're looking for um, a big, big score, a repeat of that 2-2 um, scoreline from the reverse victory is $10.50. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that being another kind of scoreline. But I think on the odds, on reflection, I think I'm going to have to start side with the draw at plus 235. Good stuff. Let's move on to Sunday's Premier League action, starting with Brentford versus Aston Villa. Yeah, I think this is a, a real worrying time for Brentford at the moment. I mean, they started off as a huge breath of fresh air in the Premier League. They beat Arsenal on the opening day of the season, the game I was at. The atmosphere was incredible. They, you know, everyone thought Brentford a great thing for the Premier League, but they've slowly got off the pace. Um, they've lost their last three. They haven't scored. Uh, even Tony, the, the striker who would come with great high hopes, hasn't really delivered in the Premier League. Um, and that will be a concern for me. Aston Villa... You know, they're a very inconsistent side. You know, you can't really gauge which Aston Villa are going to show up week in and week out. But under Stephen Gerrard, they have their results and their performances have got better and better. If you look at the metrics uh, for Aston Villa since Stephen Gerrard, it's, it's a massive improvement. I think Villa will win this. Um, I, I want to oppose Brentford. I, I don't think they can keep up that intensity that they have at home. You know, that the, the, the crowd get behind them. They play Hey Jude. The crowd goes bananas. Uh, and I don't, I don't think you can do that on a course of a season. And I, and I think Brentford in the second part of the season could be a side that could really go backwards. And I'd be worried if I was a Brentford supporter. Um, you know, relegation's still not certain for them. And um, I think this, I think Villa will probably edge it. But the one thing I do think in this game, I don't think there'll be many goals. Brentford haven't scored in three. Aston Villa, um, you know, are quite assured up their defence in recent weeks. So I think probably 1-0 to Aston Villa, but Aston Villa to slightly edge against the Brentford side, I really do have concerns for in the second part of the season. Yeah, completely agree uh, on the Brentford subject there. Moving forward, Everton, uh, they take on Brighton. Yeah, I mean, this is another... I mean, some of these games in the Premier League with Bet Rivers, they're very, very evenly matched in the betting. I mean, this is another one. Brentford, Everton are plus 150. Uh, Brighton are plus $2, and the tie is plus 225. And again, the tie here is the biggest odds of all three outcomes. But if you did a straw poll again, I think the, the tie would finish quite high up in what people expecting the game to be. Uh, if you look at this match, Brighton have drawn seven of their last 10 matches. Seven of their last 10. Um, they always decide that 
should do better, Brian. If you look at their metrics, their XG is always very, very high, but they can't put the ball in the back of net. You know, they 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 they, they hurt betters of Chelsea uh, last night. You know, one nil up in the night with a late goal. Danny Welbeck scored late. They don't give up. Got a good manager, Graham Potter, and Everton are under huge, huge pressure. And I think Rafa Benitez will look at this game and think, you know what? If we can get a point from this, it's, it's not a bad point. You know, Brighton, Brighton, a decent side, not so great on the road, but I think. Again, I, I really like the draw and I really like unders. I think there's a lot of games this weekend that I like, I like the unders. And I think the under two and a half goals here at minus 155 is a decent bet. And if you're looking for the for an angle, maybe 1-1 one, one or nil-nil, maybe even nil-nil. Um, I, I think the draw here represents value again, plus, plus 225. Biggest outcome of all three and probably the most likely. Leeds United take on Burnley at Elland Road. What's your take on that one, Nigel? Well, this is two sides in very differing sort of form or styles of play. Obviously, Leeds like to play a little bit more attractive football, but they haven't been getting the results. And alarmingly, the amount of goals Leeds have conceded in the last three matches has been something to a real concern. They've conceded 14 goals. Uh, Burnley, on the flip side, uh, are quite tough uh, defensively, very, very solid. Um, Try to win games by the odd set piece. They've got an awful lot of games in hand now, Burnley, at the bottom of the table. They, you know, they, this is the first time they, they're going to play Manchester United tonight, but that'll be the first time they played since uh, March, sorry, December the 11th, I think it is. So um, they've got to get points. I think it could be a good time to face Leeds, obviously decimated by injuries, decimated by things. But again, I look at this game here and the draw uh, makes appeal to me again. It's just one of those games that I just, I just feel that Burnley could go there from trying to get a nil-nil to frustrate. Burnley a plus two twenty. Um, I, I, I just think the draw here represents the represents the value. I mean, let's look at the odds what they currently are. Uh, Leeds are plus one fifteen. Burnley are plus two forty. With the draw at plus two fifty. Again, the biggest the biggest odds of all three. But really, if you look at Burnley, they've drawn four of their last five. Two nil nils in that period. Uh, the only concern is I don't think Leeds will be able to keep a clean sheet. So, but I think the draw. Definitely, definitely, again, is the, uh, is, is, is the way to play. A lot of draws this week in the Premier League, I think, this, on this New Year card. Southampton versus Newcastle? Well, I was looking at this game and, and I was trying to make a case for Newcastle because I'm not really convinced by, by Southampton. I mean, Southampton are minus 148, Newcastle are $4. Um, but when you look at the injury list that Newcastle have, you realise why Southampton are minus 148. I mean, Sam Maxim is not going to play. Cannon Wilson's not going to play. If those two don't play, where are they going to score goals? They, you know, I just can't see them finding the back of the net. Um, so for that reason, you can see why Southampton are one minus one forty eight. But it's one of those things that if you do bet Southampton at minus one forty eight and they get beat, it's going to be something that's going to be on your mind for for a long time because you'll be thinking, why on earth did I bet Southampton at minus one forty eight to beat anybody in the Premier League at home? Uh, and that's the question you've got to ask yourself. So for me, I'm not going to have a bet on it, but uh, I can see why Southampton are the price they are, given the amount of injury concerns and COVID issues surrounding uh, Newcastle. So um, a game to watch for me. And uh, I would want to see the Newcastle side before I, about, just before the kickoff time before I had a bet. Yeah, it's a great point. Lots of speculation at the moment around who Newcastle have available and who they don't. Lots of conflicting reports. So I think you're you're wise there to hold fire on that one. The big game on Sunday is a game between Chelsea and Liverpool at Stamford Bridge, neither of which can really afford to lose points in their bid for the title, can they? 
No, uh, I mean this is good. this is going to be a huge game. I mean Chelsea, what what's happened to Chelsea in the last few weeks? I don't know. Drawing drawing games, dropping points, conceding goals, which we haven't seen from Chelsea. And Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp seems to be a man under pressure. I mean, he's got it in for everybody at the moment. He's he's not, not making any friends. You know, everyone loves Jurgen Klopp, but not all of a sudden he's turning into a bit of a a, a bitter bitter man. I think some of the some of the things he's saying. Um, obviously, I think the title's over. I think you know if we're kidding ourselves, really. I mean, Man City have got to look, got to drop an awful amount of points for the money side to catch them, and they've got a pretty gone a similar winning run to what Manchester City have done. I don't think either side are capable of that. Um, you know, they've got big Champions League games coming up. Both of these two sides are in the uh, Carabao Cup, the League Cup. So that's going to take up the time. Man City have got weeks spare. You know, they don't have to play in that, in that competition when those two legs are being played. So I, I think the game's over. It's a really, this is now a big match for runners-up in the Premier League. I think whoever wins is going to be in the driving seat for runners-up. And I'm looking at the odds. I'm quite surprised that Chelsea are, are bigger than 2-1 to one to win this game. I really am. I mean, Chelsea are plus 205, Liverpool are plus 135, and the tie is 250. Now, if you asked me to bet this game six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, this is the champions of Europe at home against Liverpool. Um, I, would, I think two to one is, is too big. Um, I just, I just, you know, I, I, there's nothing really that's convinced me that Liverpool are worth taking that, that price at 135. I think if I was going to have a bet, though, if I was looking to get on the angle of this game, I think I've got to have uh, Chelsea on the draw no bet at plus $1.10 rather than bet them to win the match. Because if you bet them at $1.10 and the game is a draw, which is very conceivable because there's nothing between these two sides, then you get your money back. So um, that would be my angle here. But I just think Liverpool are too short. The the odds are too low on Liverpool. I I don't see why they should be a heavy favourite to win at Chelsea. I know Chelsea have dropped points in recent weeks, but so have Liverpool. Liverpool were, were not, not didn't play very well at all against this. The first time they failed to score this season, and that's a bit of a hang up. And I think that I think that Chelsea are very very underrated by Bet Rivers here. I offered them at two zero at two zero five to win this game. But for me, the best way to play on the draw no bet plus one ten. Good stuff. And of course, the final game of this round of fixtures is on Monday night. That's Manchester United versus Wolverhampton Wanderers from Old Trafford. Let's have uh, some steer on this one, Nigel. Well, this actually gives me my best best bet of the um, of the week, I think, here. I think this is going to be my my match where um, I'm going to play my hand at the, at the best bet, which will which we'll come on at the end of the podcast. But uh, if you're going to watch Man United v Wolves, you're not going to see many goals. That's my opinion. I, I don't think there's many goals in this game. Uh, Manchester United under Ralph Rannick uh, have gone very defensively. He's very cautious in his approach. It, they, it, the fans aren't happy with the way they're, they're getting results, but I'm beaten in six. You know, before that, on his other Solskjaer, got beat 4-1 at home by, away at Watford. So the, 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 their results are getting better, but the style of the manner of it, it isn't something they want to watch. But it's effective at the moment. And Man United have turned into a very dull side to watch. They were dreadful uh, against Newcastle, dreadful, lucky to get away with a draw. But um, there's eight games, the last eight games, seven of them in Manchester United games have gone under two and a half goals. For Wolves, their last 10, nine of them have gone under two and a half goals. I mean, Wolves seem to have an approach. And what it is, we're, we're going to shut you out. We're going to try to not let you score. And we're going to try to get a nil-nil draw. And if we do, we're going to concede late on and lose one nil. That seems to be the way they approach and try to get the odd free kick, try to get the odd set piece to win the game. If 
you go back in history of this of this fixture, the last seven years of this fixture, well, seven times these two have met, all of them have cashed under two and a half goals. Uh, there's been a couple of nil-nils, uh, not this season, the season before, and this fixture nil-nil. There's a couple of one-nils to Manchester United as well. Not many goals at all whenever these two sides play. And I think that under two and a half goals here at minus 112 is a cracking bet. Obviously, we're filming this before Manchester United played Burnley. But I think under two and a half goals, Man United v Wolves is the best bet on the Premier League card this weekend. Brilliant stuff. Uh, so that concludes all of uh, this uh, upcoming weekend's fixtures, along with uh, Nigel Seeley's uh, best play of the weekend as well. Uh, Nigel, we've been on a fantastic run when it comes to the parlay. So have you got one for us this week? Yeah, I have. I've got a four-team parlay. Well, it's a four-bet parlay. You know, they're not, they're, they're some of them are the unders. I'm going to take Leicester at minus 245 to beat a dreadful Norwich. Norwich know they're going to be playing in the Championship next season. They're they're just going through the motions. I mean, some of the performances, some of the players at Crystal Palace was a shambolic. Uh, and I think Leicester, on the back of a fantastic win against Liverpool, we're full of confidence. And I think Jamie Vardy, Madison will rip that Norwich team apart. And I think Leicester at minus 245 have to be in the parlay. I wouldn't bet them singly at minus 245, but they've got to be in the parlay. I think Tottenham at minus 167 will beat Watford. Watford are... Defensively atrocious, absolutely atrocious, conceding goals at an alarming rate. And Harry Kane and Son on form, I think they'll be too strong for Watford. I'm going to go for under two and a half goals in Everton-Brighton. Uh, Brighton become the draw specialists. Everton needs something from this match. Rafa Benitez is the man, the huge pressure. And I think there'll be a negative match. So under two and a half goals in that. And I'm also going to go under two and a half goals in Manchester United against Wolves. I mean, I've gone through the stats. Seven of the last eight Man United games, under two and a half goals. Nine of the last 10 Wolves games, under two and a half goals. And this fixture historically doesn't produce goals. And I think under two and a half goals is the best bet in the Premier League and has to be in the parlay. The parlay plays plus 6-0-7 with Bet Rivers a little bit bigger than 6-1. to one. And we're in fire, on fire with these parlays. Three of the last four weeks they've cashed. I'm looking for a cash again. I wouldn't rule out a few unders in other games. I wouldn't rule out a couple of draws as well. But if you're looking for a parlay pick this week, that is the 14 parlay. Brilliant stuff. We're looking for a fourth uh, success in five weeks. And it doesn't seem uh, impossible looking at that. It looks like a really, really good group of bets. Just to reiterate, Leicester to beat Norwich, Spurs to beat Watford, Everton and Brighton under two and a half goals and Manchester United versus Wolves to end with under two and a half goals. And as Nigel says, that's at plus 607. Uh, So, yeah. Check that out. Right. Uh, dog of the week, Nigel, um, which is your kind of underdog of the week. Uh, looking yeah. at the games we've gone through, what have you got for us there? Well, I, I was I was looking, I wanted to get against Southampton, but then I saw the injury list at Newcastle. That sort of took me mm. off. Um, but I've got, it's going to be on that Man United game. Man United v Wolves. Um, I'm going to go for nil-nil. No goal scorer. Um, and it's been two nil-nils in this fixture uh, a couple of seasons back. We've gone on about how many out. You know, I've gone on so much about the unders and how many goals. It's going to be four four. But um, I, I think a ten to one for a nil nil. Um, I think that's got to be the bet. But obviously, remember, I've t- I say this to you all the time. Whenever we talk about nil nil, always bet no goal scorer in the goal scorer market rather than nil nil because if it's an own goal, you'll be paid out on no goal scorer, and the game will obviously finish one nil. So always pay no goal scorer ten to one. Uh, for no goal scorer in uh, Wolves against Manchester United. Manchester United, big Wolves. I think that's got to be 
that got to be unders, and that's got to be the, um, the the parlay. The other thing I would say about that game as well, I, I don't want to keep going on about it game, but um, we did a couple of um, bet casts last season for Bet Rivers, didn't we? And the Wolves were notoriously the side that will draw at half time. If you ever bet, every, every time Wolves play, always bet them to draw at half time. The amount of games that they draw at half time is phenomenal, and it's plus one thirty. So that will go into my into my mix of the one of the bets of the week. So if you want to bet. Another, another angle in that game. So, yeah, nil-nil, uh, Man United against Wolves at 10-1. Wonderful stuff. Last week, we asked you a question for our Nigel's Seeley's Famous Friends segment, and the question was as follows. Which former England captain threw a ball back from behind the goal to Nigel Seeley when he was playing Gianluigi Buffon in between the sticks during a football tournament? The options were... John Terry, Stephen Gerrard, David Beckham or Wayne Rooney. The majority of you have gone with John Terry. Now, I don't know why that is, but John Terry seems to be the answer that people are gravitating towards. Nigel, can you reveal the answer and give us the story behind it? The answer to the question is David Beckham. Threw the ball back to me after I played a save. The ball went behind the goal. We picked the ball up and threw it back and he said to me, keep going, good save. We played a football tournament at the David Beckham Academy in London and each team was managed by a famous celebrity, so um, a, a soccer celebrity. And we got to the final and we lost 1-0 and I made a mistake for the final. It was a lot. It was about a minute ago in the game and I come too far off my line. And the defender jumped up, headed the ball and it skimmed his head and I was too far off my line. And I went backwards and I missed, I missed the goal, but I lost 1-0. But uh, David Beckham presented the trophies to us all and David Beckham... Uh, Give, give us all the, um, his signature and he gave us a shirt we all had a shirt signed by David Beckham yeah he was behind the goal but also watching me in that game was Paul Gascoigne Rude Hullet John Terry was there um, who else was there a couple of other legends um, can't remember they, they were the big names Rude Hullet Paul Gascoigne John Terry and uh, and David Beckham watching me in the final make a huge mistake so we lost, we lost 1-0 so I still have I still I think about that quite a lot, actually, thinking about oh, shouldn't have come off my line. It's, it's haunting, <laughs> haunting me. But yeah, David Beckham. The kind of things that keep you up at night, eh? I mean, as far as famous friends go, David Beckham's got to be right up there, right? Well, yeah, I, I, obviously. But um, we, I had a I had a client uh, of mine for called, and he, he, his name was David Beckham. He he, um, he opened up a, 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 an account, and he was an American guy. And his name was David Beckham. And I stored him on my phone as David Beckham. So if anybody when when anyone says to you, like who's the most famous person you got on your phone, I, I say like oh, David Beckham, but it isn't the David Beckham; it's somebody else. But uh, yeah, but have you ever played that game? Like who's the most famous person? Who's the most famous person you've got on your phone? Now? Apart from me, obviously. But who's the, who's the most famous person you got on your phone? Um, I probably want to say either Robert Perez. You got his number? Yeah, I have. I have because oh, I, I did an interview with him ages ago. Um, or maybe Martin Tyler as well from Sky Sports. Oh, I've, got his number. I've got his number, Martin That's Tyler. another one. Martin yeah. Tyler's a, a nice guy. Robert Perez, we did the interview. Probably will never, ever speak to him ever again, but it's in my phone and it's not getting deleted just so that I can... I used uh, to, On one of my old phones, I used to have Simon LeBon from Duran Duran's. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> that, was one. that was a good one. Now I'd probably say it's um, Michael Owen. Still, still right up there. Still right up there. Right up there, indeed. Brilliant stuff. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in this week. As always, make sure you get 
onto some of those bets, especially that parlay. We're on fire with the parlay. So keep uh, keep listening, keep getting involved and hopefully keep cashing those tickets. Uh, Nigel, anything to add before we wrap up? No, I just wish everyone a very happy new year. Stay safe. Uh, we'll be back in uh, 2022 with more of the podcast, hopefully some more winners. And we've got some exciting news coming at the early part of the new year with myself and Harry with some shows we'll potentially do with Bet Rivers on the English Premier League. So look forward to that and just stay safe and happy new year. Absolutely. Just to reiterate that, happy new year to you all. Thank you for joining us uh, so far and we'll be back in 2022. Wishing you lots of uh, good health and success for the upcoming year. Until next time, take care. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. 